0: Hello, guys, and welcome to episode 105 of the Worldwide Shelves podcast. It's your host, Matt, back again, and I am joined by my wonderful co-host, Jester. How are you doing, my friend?
1: I'm doing amazing. Uh, just sitting here re-watching the game uh, in the 14th minute or 15th minute right now. Uh, and yeah, you know, it's uh, kind of a microcosm of the season. Just played well enough to win. <laughs> you know we we could have we could have iced this game so early by the by the time that Kai scored, we could have had three. And so it's kind of a microcosm, you know I, if you if you want to single out one play as a microcosm of our season was would be pelis's uh, sitter he missed. Uh, that would be that singular play that would wrap up our season in and in a, in a nice little package with a bow on top. And this game really would be because how many times did we get the first goal lead and then didn't get the second, didn't get a third, because it didn't get a second, and we ended up tying or, or losing some of these? And you know, so it just left me to wonder. And it took Ross Barkley. Ross Barkley.
0: That, yeah, I, I was saying I was saying on the other street, I was like, that's how far our standards have dropped, that Ross Barkley is winning us games. Yes, it's maddening. It is, it is completely. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, for you guys that love the stat breakdown, uh, I'll give you the little stats and then the starting lineups for each side. So, Chelsea had 72% possession compared to Watford's 28%. Chelsea had 19 shots with 8 on target compared to Watford's 8 and 3 on target. Um, Chelsea made 726 passes with a 90% accuracy compared to Watford's 271 with 74.5% accuracy. Um, Chelsea won... Let me just find the jewels because it's just weirdly not popped up. Chelsea won 56% of their jewels du- compared to Watford's 44%. Chelsea made 33 tackles, 11 clearances and 8 interceptions, compared to Watford's 26 tackles, 16 clearances and 14 interceptions. The starting lineup for Chelsea was uh, 3-4-3, with Mendy in goal, back three of Rudiger, uh, Silva and Aspilicueta. Wing-backs of Kennedy for his debut of this season, on the last day of the season. Um, Rhys James at right wing-back, with centre-mids of Kante and Sal. And a front three of Mason Mount, Hakim Ziyech, and Kai Havertz. Um, Jesters, obviously. Looking at them stats, as you said, we we should be, we should we shouldn't be just winning this two one, should we? We should be winning this three one, four one, five one, whatever you want to call it. But once again, it was just typical Chelsea, wasn't it?
1: Sorry about that. I have a sensitive uh, mute button. No worries. Got a little delay on it, so I hit it and it doesn't do anything for a second until I hit it again, and yeah, you know, it's a vicious circle, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, kind of like our play. Uh, yeah, we should have. Like I said, I was watching it back, and at, I think at six six forty five in, in the match, Kennedy crosses the ball, and Havers whiffs on it. He centers it, and there ended up being a a Watford player underneath his feet when the play ended. I don't know if you remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, in I think, 8.05 when he was... Uh, I don't know if it was Mount that played the ball through over the top to him. Um, and he was one-on-one with the keeper. Of course, at at, at an angle, but keep, keeper forced to save and uh, keeper made the save. So... Um, yeah, and so the third chance is when he scored at the at the 10-minute mark. So um, it took those three chances to get one goal, and then after that we had a, a, a plethora of half chances. Not not something you'd say was, uh, you know, nailed on, like again, like last week, like Pulisic's chance. But um, I think that should have been expected by the, the three we put out An attack uh you have three three people that would play make rather play make and run the show than then put the dagger in the back of the net you know how many how many times were there runs made you know usually in other matches we see runs being made that that are never found and then the runs stop i don't remember seeing a whole lot of runs being made unless they're from players that shouldn't be you know you wouldn't think make would make runs like reese james or uh uh, Kennedy in the first half until you know uh, his fitness got the best of him. But it uh, you know typical, We're just possession, move the ball slowly around. You know everybody standing there going, oh, it's a nice hot sunny day. Let let's bask in the sun and, and pick daisies. But you know this is a football match, and um, yeah. So eventually, what happens? We. Have one bad play, they uh, score, le- level it up, and then Ross Barkley saves our butt for maybe the possibly the finally hopefully the final final uh, final time uh, we ever see him in a in a Chelsea jersey. Hopefully, he's one of those that go. But uh, yeah, so that sums it up the best I can.
0: Yeah, I mean we'll we'll have to see whether hopefully Barkley actually does leave or not, but. Uh, uh, you wouldn't put it past this board and Ross Barkley to reject a move, as he's done before, just to sit on the bench. But hopefully, he actually wants to play football next season. But we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, what did you think of the lineup when it first came out? Did you agree with it? Because I know you, you get the typical um, Cobham fanboys. There's, there's no youth players in there. Um, did you? Would you have changed the lineup at all? or Was you happy with the lineup? You know. I'm happy with the lineup.
1: Um, it was a surprise that Kennedy started. I thought he played very, very well. I, it was a it was a surprise that Saul started, played very, very well. Um, after, like I said last week, it didn't surprise me that Christian didn't start. So, uh, really can't can't say much about that. He, you know, he gets what he deserves. Um. So yeah, I. I wasn't too surprised. Uh, no, I, you know, I thought maybe he could see Ruben, but at some point, uh, but maybe that's because uh, he's staying and he's not getting to run out to say bye. I, I I, don't know. Uh, but I, look, we won, so you really can't bitch about the lineup much, can you?
0: No, no not completely. I mean, I, I would have, maybe it would have been nice to have a, it won, at least one or maybe two of the youth players on the bench and if the game was done and dusted which unfortunately it never is for Chelsea I think that's the problem um, then they could come on but we we, we found out Harvey Val is ill so I think he was the only one I'd look at and go yeah I'd start him um, maybe a Lewis Hall but that's about it, the rest of them I, I, I don't think they're good enough to start in the team whether it's beginning or end of the season so um, it is what it is. I, I thought the the lineup. I ex- kind of expected Sal. Obviously, it's last game until he goes back. And I don't think he's returning, so obviously it'd be nice to send him off. Uh, same with Kennedy. I think Kennedy goes in the summer. Obviously, Rudiger's leaving in the summer. Christensen is having his little whatever he's, he's going on. So, obviously, he didn't play, so that's fine. Front three, not massively disappointed with. I can understand it. Um Back freeze fine, midfield fine, not really a massive problem. Um, it is what it was. I mean, uh, I, I, I come into this game thinking it's one game left of the season. I really don't give a damn about it because it's not going to make a difference What what's going on. And it's just another 90 minutes to to unfortunately bear with some of these awful players. That's how I kind of felt, um, particularly with some of the players that messed up for the goal. Um, But we will get into that. Obviously... We did make it one nil, eleven minutes in. Um, so actually, I've, I actually found it was very good play uh, for the goal, switching it from either side, and Kennedy making a good pass to Havertz, who slotted it in in the third time of asking. What did you think of the goal itself?
1: Yeah, it was a beautiful, link, beautiful link-up play there uh, between Havertz or Kennedy and Havertz. Um, you know, that, that was again that wasn't the first time that Kennedy played a beautiful through ball. Uh, not through ball, but cross. Um, and the first one, like I said, Ty kind of whiffed on it. So it is what it is. It was beautiful. It was put away. It was so you know we thought okay, tenth minute, let's go get the second. But yeah, it was it was a wonderfully played ball. The the fluidity in the first half. I'm still watching it now. I'm at the 24th minute. You know, we played some pretty pretty nice looking football. Uh, there was just Unfortunately,
0: than one goal to show for it. Yeah, um, that's, that's what frustrates me because when we we don't often play usably fluid football. Because um, I I always think one the bulk of the problems we've got is we don't create a good enough quality chances. We're very much you can tell what we're going to do before we've even done it. There's no there's no uniqueness and no no, no player wants to try something for themselves, but then when we do when we are nice and fluid and it's all working, we just can't put the chances away and it it frustrates me because I know we' just not we're gonna is gonna keep going on and then we're gonna make one defensive lapse um and it's all gonna be ruined um what do you how how do you think we change this for next season um in terms of <laughs> improving the style of play, getting the ball on the back of the net? I haven't
1: um, have better players. <laughs> I get it, you know. We're going to FIFA career mode here, man. No, I think some of it is down to, look, we're playing with a hodgepodge of players that were bought for different systems that have certain strengths. And if you don't play low strengths, they're very average, right? Um, and that's throughout the squad. And so... When Tuku talks about a rebuild this summer, people need to take, take him at the word that it's going to be a rebuild. Of course, we know that the defense is being I mean that's a priority. It's having to be uh, being rebuilt. But I you know, I think we see two attackers go out and you know at least one to come in, you know, depending if we, if we get a third out, uh, you could possibly see two, ta- two attackers come in. Uh, at that point, you would have to maybe see two attackers come in. Um, and how do you do that? But I think that some of it is, look, we we're talking about Kai Havertz, Christian Pulisic, uh, Mason Mount, Callum Hudson-Odoi. You, uh, you know, I'm not going to put Timo in there because he's 25, 26. Uh, they're they're you're 23 and below, you know? Uh, and when that happens, you're not you're going to get inconsistencies in their game. You're going to get uh, times where they just think about stuff too much, and they 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 miss sitters, or they uh, they get they get too ahead of, ahead of themselves, and they they miss a, a vital uh, penalty in a penalty shoot out in the FA Cup. You know, stuff like that. That happens to young players, and and. You know, we we love to have a go at those players, those those so-called player reps on Twitter that 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 have those agendas for that player that might have had a bad game. But it's throughout the squad. You can go. I mean, that's that's w- what's wrong with our attack is we have very you know for for the most part very very young young players, and of course Lukaku was was brought in to solve that issue and he just made another one. That's one yeah, of those things that he we, yeah, we it's, just, no, it's just one of those things you think you saw again we 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 knew we needed somebody that could put the ball in the back of the net from from the previous season. All right Tuchel knew that. So they go get a striker instead of trying to find this this the scoring the scorer that they, they could have brought in uh, that played a different position. Um but you know that's all hindsight, and that's all always 2020. But uh, we just we lacked some quality, and some of that, uh, and some of that's from the youth, and some of that's from players being in their own mind for this or that. You know, it's been a hard season overall. So you know, trying to trying to measure your season up with the other people around you it's only two teams that can say they had a better season than you in a, in a whole, in a whole, um, you know, the whole out of 20 teams, there's only two teams but it, and it shows up a trophy wise and, in and, in points. Uh, so are third best, your third best in, in the trophies you've won your third best in the points you, you got out of the season. Um, you know, we were, we were third best all year long and then, I think, on average, or you know, that's kind of fair between the way we played and uh, the things that happened. And it's also probably higher than we should have, uh, considering what's happened the second half of this season. So, uh, no, it's it, we'll be. You know, people will say this is a failure because we we could have won so many trophies and we ended up with two. And there weren't even two that are big or or or, or people care about. There's still tr- two trophies finishing third, with being under sanctions for ha- almost half a season, right? Uh, uh, your manager getting divorced, which is you know if somebody's been through it. It's not pleasant. No, it, no matter if it's it's amicable or or not, it doesn't matter. It's just you know it's a stress on everybody. So. Uh, in the beginning of the season, you had the Lukaku scandal. We'll call it a scandal because, hell, why not? So, I mean,
0: it was a scandal,
1: let's be honest. Sure. You know, I, I hear, I hear uh, you Brits love a scandal. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I, I'd, I'd
0: rather it be nice and calm, but it, it is what it is. Yeah. You know,
1: so, yeah, you know. it's It's all good, so... We did what we did, and we need to move forward this summer and, and look to, uh, again, a rebuild on this team. Um, it's going to start, again, defensively. It seems that the way everybody's talking, although with what's happened lately, uh, who knows? Uh, I mean, I I don't think there's too many teams that can, can back up. Uh, armored car up to somebody's house and, and unload dollar-dollar bills for him, you know? <laughs> I didn't thing. is crazy. But uh, looks like day's on his way. Uh, that's, a, that's a, you know, talking about, I think there was a stat about us being one of the highest in the league of uh, goals given away after a, a mistake. Whereas is, there's is a stat, I don't know exactly the official name, but Koundé is not giving one of those away in like two years or at least this year, as far as I know. And uh, so he's coming in. Uh, my pick would be a, a left footer. Uh, I like Guardiola out of uh, Leipzig. Things it gives you. It's just nice to have a left foot on that side. I I'm, w- I'm watching the game and I'm struck by how fluid the left side looks when you have a left center midfielder with a left foot and then uh you know a competent left wing back who who can actually interchange and play good ball over on the left hand side. So um having a left footed center back I think is pretty pretty uh pretty well must We're gonna stay in this back three. And then it's plugging the holes, uh if you could bring a para stitch on it would uh you know, because he's not signed anywhere officially, he can play left hand right wing back. So he would take care of both, uh, backing up both slots, and then you can look, see what else you can do. Maybe bring in a Borna Sosa. Uh, he could still bring in a Cucurella, but I, you know, depending on how close the the two would want, as far as that uh, the teams would want for a transfer fee. And whether or not um, you know game time would be an issue because you know Chilwell was back on the pitch, which was great to see today. At the end, him coming on for the cameo, uh, you know he can say he can say he was on the pitch for a winning goal, right? That is true. So that, that's that's a positive point. So which it's a uh, it's going to be a, a a busy summer, hopefully. Because you need to have one team working on outs and one team working on ends, you have to have you have to have two teams running because uh, you only have a, a a certain period of time, and you want the core of that team to be put together by the time they came to the states, right? Was it in July? Yeah. You want that done. You want the core of the team. You want the defensive players in. Um. There's talk that, that Jorginho is going to re-sign a contract. His agent said maybe that I, – I don't know if that's just talking media fluff anymore or if it's real. Um, but that's, a, again, if he signs, that probably means the focus goes away from midfield unless he's going to bring in like a a sang air uh, from the year of the as if I think PSV – uh, if memory serves correct, yes, it looks like two too many now is going to be around Madrid, so um,
0: yeah I think now now mbappes kind of mugged them off they've they've got to make some signings elsewhere, and I think now they've clearly not gonna to have to pay mbappe a million pounds a week that they, they can focus it on other players so i i, I unfortunately it would be painful to see too many not at the club, but that is the fault of one set of board members some, one board that decided to think and scouts decided to think let's wait a year and buy yeah. Sal instead
1: well we do have a, a number nine that uh we could, could be convinced to move on you know if 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 real needs another number, uh, number nine we got one sitting here
0: he's <laughs> <We're laughs> <probably> ready <laughs> to go they've already got a number nine so Right,
1: right. no, it's just,
0: just I mean, chewing our, the fat a little hope, bit, you know. Our best hope was thinking PSG would do it.
1: Yeah, well, that's 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 dead now. And it looks like Zinedine Zidane, I believe, is probably going to come on and, and coach that team next year. It looks like Pogba is gone. um, And it looks like maybe Pogba's going to go to Juventus. So that does always lead open the possibility that uh, N'Golo Kante could go back to PSG, or not go back, but go to PSG um, to play with Mbappe, um, because they might be looking for another midfielder. And, you know, you could always uh, add some cash on top of that and bring home another number 10, you know, certain number 10.
0: Yeah. No comment? I, I would no. rather not, but... Uh. Yeah, I mean it, it is what it is. I, I think there are there is going to be a lot of movements, a lot of strange movements. Um, I don't really have the faith that this board will do it correctly this summer. Um, but well, I think it's I'm willing be a, to uh, be wrong. It's going to be a hybrid board because there's going to be
1: Tukul is going to have a lot more say than he did last summer. I think um, he's going to be a, a major voice in what he wants because Bowley's going to want to get at least. He can't have all of his people that he wants in place uh, for this summer. Which you know, it, you might bring one significant board member in, right? Because uh, you don't want you want continuity more than anything as you go through this period of time. And uh, so, Kuku's going to have a say on th- on stuff this summer. So, if he likes somebody. And once I'm in and there it's it's within that. Uh, you know, finan- financial responsibility for us to do it. then it could happen. Not, like I said, DC you see Koundé? That's pretty much done. He's going to need another sen- center back. You know, I know there's talk on Roman Yoli. Now they they've brought his name up. I'd better stay away from that one. And then, uh, of course, Guardiola, who I favor, and then uh, Koulibaly's always out there. Uh, But if we stay in the back three, I think that uh, the Guardiola signing is better because again you have that left foot on the left side. And if you ever go to a back four, both Kounde and Guardiola can play in your full back positions on those on their favorite foot side. So it's again you're talking about players who who are like Swiss Army knives; they can play multiple positions. Uh, they're, they're fast as all get out. They have, you know, they're, they're just as fast as the fullbacks on our team. Koundé probably fast, probably would be the fastest player on the team in a straight line sprint, I would guess. Uh, so it, it's gonna be a, 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 nice, a nice defense to watch. Who you get in the middle and who you get up top, you know, do you bring in a Dembele, do you bring, go sh- shoot for something higher are there deals to be had with Bayern Munich who, you know, there's a lot of talk that they're not very happy with um, with Gnabry and, and uh Sane, the wages that they're on. So you could you could see some movement there. You know, a Timo going over to Bayern can bring you a Gnabry over. That seems to be a pretty good deal to me. I don't know what you think about that.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't be too well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind that. I mean, I. I, I would prefer there are certain number nine that wants to leave, but obviously that <laughs> would that, be dreaming. Yeah,
1: we've, but uh, again, you could, if if you <clears throat> package deals correctly, you could do anything you wanted to do. Um, what if you could get Lukaku one what you know over the Byron and, and and bring Louis over? There would be have to be some, of course, some money. But then you go turn around, you buy, uh, whatever they pay you. You turn around, and you buy Ganabri, right? Yeah. So whatever the difference is, you, can't, you turn around or Sane or or something, you know, get one of those off the books that they're gonna have to get off the books. Um. So again, that's all. It's all. Uh, it's all gravy. Um gonna be a fun summer um at least we won't have a holland saga <laughs> oh
0: god uh i don't think i could do another summer like that
1: yeah that's, that's that's a positive we won't have that but it'll be uh yeah be interesting i think some some people uh will be surprised on the changes i think that depending on how fast you can get outs You know, if you decide that you're going to let Aspi go on a free to to, uh, Barcelona, uh, they come in and get Alonso, and Juve does go in and get uh, Emerson from us, or somebody comes and gets Emerson from Serie A. Get those out, and then you you look, and if Perisic is not signed for anybody, if he's still free, do you bring somebody in like that with the experience, and, and like I said, you can play both sides. Uh, or do you look to bring in a, a left wing back and a right wing back, uh, which you would probably have to do at that point? Uh, yeah. If Jorginho resigns, you had you're bringing back Gallagher, so that that leaves you Jorginho, Gallagher, uh, Kovacic, and Conte. Well, you don't need another center midfielder at that point. Uh, even though if if you want an upgrade, you're going to have to let one of those. Those players we just, those four I just spoke of, one of them's going to have to go, and you're going to bring in a, uh, a player from the outside to bring in equality. In if you want something different in the midfield, so, I, you know, it's just one of those things. Who, who do you let go? And uh, do you find it, if, you know, if if Georgina does resign a contract. You say that's okay. Midfield done. We have Gallagher, so it's Gallagher is going to take the fourth spot slot that Saúl had. Um, where does where does Ruben fit in? Is he the fifth midfielder, or is he back up a wingback slot, um, or do you move him along too? There's, you know, there's it's kind of interesting stuff, but uh, no, at least we want to be fighting it week in week out on who whose agenda is is playing better and is more detrimental to the team or whatever. It'll be a, a, a nice nice couple of months to relax and, and just talk on news.
0: Yeah, I mean, we could go all day speaking about um, transfer science. I mean, there's so many possibilities that we could do this summer. So hopefully Chelsea do have a plan and that we can get this plan through because I think it's really important that we rebuild this squad. Um, Appropriately, Um, But going back into this game, um, obviously Kennedy on the left um, played for, I think it was nearly 60 minutes before he was taken off. Obviously got the assist for the first goal. Largely, Chelsea Twitter have been saying this is a great game. A lot of people saying, oh, Kennedy's fantastic. What just what we need. Probably the typical Chelsea overreaction. Um, What did you think of his game? And do you think he's one of them players that may stay next season? Or do you think he's one of them players get some money for put it into new sign yeah
1: I thought he played uh, very well that's the first part of this uh he got the assist but I thought for the time he was on he you know it, it was uh, better than watching Marcus Alonso there I'm speaking to you Sadiq. right right to you my guy Kennedy just it was it was nice to watch somebody who could run with the ball uh make made passes on time made the correct passes so yeah he was he was good to watch no you don't keep kennedy we're not norwich we're not burnley we're not you know leeds we're not everton whatever whatever team you think sucks we're not them why would you keep around somebody who's bounced around so much doesn't really have a position when you you should be looking to upgrade and bring in a more a more highly uh, high quality uh, player because you know who knows with with Kennedy he could have um, one good game like alonzo and in five bad games, right? So you just saw the one good game. yeah, it's just yeah, it's typ- but it is typical,
0: Chelsea. Yeah, I think it, it's one of them ones. Like fair play, I'll give him his credit. He played well. Not gonna, really. can't we can't just be rude and like that and say oh he hasn't played well and lie because he has played well. But I would make the point it is a game where there's no pressure on it. It's also against second from bottom in the table, the second worst Premier League team right. this season, and it's in and it's in the, it's the same team that. Ross Barkley could score against. So, if Ross Barkley is scoring against teams, bearing in mind he couldn't even score against Chesterfield when he came on for half an hour, then that kind of sets the bar of how how this game kind of is. Um, so, necessarily getting an assist against the second-worst team in the in the Premier League is not exactly the biggest achievement. Um, and that doesn't necessarily mean, like you said, he gets a squad place in the squad next season. I think he's one of them players I think we've been needing to move on for a while. Um, even when he come back from his loan in the, Bra- in the Brazilian side, he was terrible. He wasn't even getting into the Brazilian sli- side. So if he can't do it in a Brazilian league, why do we expect him to come and do it in the Premier League? So I think it's one of this. I mean, we we all know we've got this overflated Chelsea loan system, which give it its credit. It's been making us quite a bit of money in terms of loan sales and lo- loan fees but with the new rules coming in in the future that we've got to limit the amount of loan players that are particularly over the age of 23 24 I can't remember which age specifically it is now um we've got to get rid of these players um so hopefully it can start this summer um start afresh as you said I think we do need a big uh, two teams working on the sign ins um and hopefully Kennedy is one of them sign ins um along with a couple of others um but obviously we did play I think we played relatively well the first half. Um, even in the second half, I think we played all right. Obviously, Rudiger comes off 66 minute. Obviously, he mentioned earlier in the week, he kind of did a statement and it or interview-like. I mean, normally, I tell Chelsea players, do not do interviews, but it, was, it wasn't a bad interview. Obviously, he's been talking to Lukaku about how not to do an interview. Um, but he kind of explained some of the stuff that's been going on. And whether it's true or not is yours to take because um, I know some fans said he just lied on an interview but there you go um, what do you think obviously he's really good to leave in um, as, we, as as it's been confirmed got his kind of clap off um, do you think overall he's had a good season or do you think it's one of them things that again people keep saying oh do we overrate him a little bit
1: well
0: I think, I think yeah
1: I mean I've had this conversation with the uh... Once upon a time, our resident uh, Rüdiger expert, Marv, um, about Rüdiger, and I think that uh, the system Tuchel has made him look really, really good as of late. And I I don't necessarily think he can will necessarily find the same form in uh, in in La Liga uh, next to Moutinho next year, if that's exactly you know if that's who it is then, yeah i don't I don't expect that it's gonna you know everybody's gonna be saying uh, you know seeing his name like the death there you know he won't have the standing that he has now english is is bad today, so <laughs> pardon me find the find the right words it's difficult sometimes That's wild, uh, so um and christensen we already know about his 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 issues uh and you know alonzo go ask me, go of course Saul is going back uh who else for me i you know i don't see us doing anything anything better than what we already have with Jorginho. why would you re-sign him it doesn't fit into your future plans how you really want to play why do, why would you keep him on uh Get what you can from Juve, if Juve's in in the mood, although you know, if they're gonna sign Pogba with Locatelli back there already, with you know with a Rabio, with a Weston McKinney, um, where would where would Jorginho go? You know, where would he play? Now if you could bring in uh if you could send some some cash in Jorginho for uh milikovic Savic from Lazio, and play him in the in the midfield with Kovačić or with uh, Conor Gallagher or or with a if you want to go straight defense in that midfield. Or in, listen to this, you could even put Mount in the midfield too if you had a Savage back there. That would not be as aggressive going forward, right? It would be a a more holding or. Mitfield just stay more up top and uh, and play the ball back in and recycle it um, so i mean there's there's a lot of things you can do, depending on what where the where the team wants to go, uh who they're looking to bring in. Uh, the options are limitless out there so yeah, but you know for the for those who've played their last games, thank you for your service uh, and don't let the, the door hit you where the good lord split you. We're done. Say la Vigo. You're not Chelsea anymore. You're not proper Chelsea. If I see you on the other side when we're playing you, I hope you're going to get done in every time. So that's just the way I am. If, if, if you don't play for Chelsea anymore, if we're playing against you. I hope you have the worst game of
0: your life. <laughs> that's just the way I am. Yeah, that's fair enough. I mean, you, you, you've got to support the players that are here, not the players that have... Been here before and gone off elsewhere. That's why went. When, as much as Eden Hazard was a great player for us, as soon as he, as soon as we're playing Real Madrid, I don't give a shit who you are, who you were for the club. You, you're playing against us. You're against us. You're not for us. Um, fortunately, not everyone thinks like that, but that is modern football these days. Um, obviously, we did very well um, generally in the first half, second half. Started to tail off a little bit. Um, and unfortunately, towards the end, in typical Chelsea fashion, goes a bit into a bit of carnage. Um, 87th minute. Ball comes over from the right into the box. Dan Gosling is there to tap it in. Um, losing, getting lost, uh, with Sar being completely lost. Honestly, looked like he was a lost child in in uh, Disney World. No clue where the hell he is. Um what did, you, what, do you think of, what did you think of that goal? Obviously, I assume you're going to also agree with me that Saar was primarily at fault for it. But, um, do you think there was anyone else at fault or was it just Saar being Saar?
1: I, I don't remember the exact uh, specifics. Uh, but, it, you know, if you don't put the game to rest, the longer you leave any team in the game... If they don't stamp on their throat when it's there, their next dare exposed to you. This is what happens. They're professionals, too. They get paid a salary. They put they lace up their boots, get on that pitch and and try to win. And, you know, somebody had your head up your ass or whatever it is. That's all they needed. And it was a draw at that point Um, again. Ross and Barkley had to save our butt. So let me say again, the uh, Ziesch havertz mount combination against the second-worst team in the league only created one goal.
0: Yeah, it's, d- it's dreadful. Um, so it's
1: I, I, I don't want to tell you, we don't have the correct forwards to play the way that Thomas Kukul wants to play. And so, um, you can debate who who is the most like the ones he wants on the team, and who should leave and who should come back. I'm not going to get into those debates. It's pointless because what happens will happen. Um, but you definitely need to see at least one come in, one attacking player come in. That's going to you know, if that's Usman Dembele, if that's uh, Neymar. If that's Sané, if it's Gnabry, if it's Lewandowski, if you know, pick a name out of the hat. Almost, uh, you need one marquee signing in, in in attack because we need to score that second goal if we want to get up there with Man City and Liverpool. And I'm saying second goal, yes, third, fourth, fifth. But second goal, we need to step on their neck when, when they, the other team exposes it to us. We need to be more like predator than prey. Going for it to kill, you know. It's it's just not there. And and again, you can leave that up to some of the players being young, but, you know, Zash is 29. Um, <clears throat> Lukaku's 29. Timo's 25, 26. So they're not they're not youngsters, and they didn't they they didn't do any better uh, when they were called upon. So, I you know it, I think it's just time to say to whoever it is that you you know name a player if you think that it's time for that player to go, maybe a time maybe it is, and I'll put everybody out there on that. I think there's some players that are pretty safe and won't have to worry about being exposed to to, to going someplace else, but. Yeah, if you look at around the fringes, those that 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 uh, <clears throat> haven't performed, if you want to say that that player needs to go, then no, I I don't say at this point you can say anybody's wrong about that because there are so many that you can pick from. There's more to pick from to leave than than actually to stay.
0: Yeah, that is true. I mean, it's just. In a way, I was looking at this game that, as I said before, it was 90 minutes left until half these players could get out the door and I never have to see them playing a Chelsea shirt again. Or at least I hope. Um, Hopefully that does come true. Or otherwise I'll just be dreaming, enjoying my next 55 days and then suffering for the rest of the next season. Um, Obviously, it did work out in the end, uh, as you said. In stoppage time, um, Rhys James puts a good ball to Barkley. Barclay does the job. Does the job he needed to do and put the ball in the back of the net. Not like Ziesch, Mount, or Havertz after 11 minutes could do. Um, and obviously wins us the game. Obviously, I don't think anyone in the in the uh, Chelsea um, fans want Barclay to stay. Uh, I know you probably don't want Barclay to stay. Um, so it's probably good he got his goal and hopefully go out on a high, but is he, again, someone else you want to go in the summer? Yeah, I mean, I I didn't even speak about the people that's been on the
1: fringes all year, Bart. Yeah, you know, the the only ones that that you might question would be Ruben, but I think that even with Re- Ruben, he probably needs to find a, a, a another place to rebuild his career at, you know, it's sentimental it's, it's great his story's been great but do we do we as a team want sentimental or do we want the doves you know and is there somebody you can get to fill the position that or the roster spot that that Ruben's holding down that can be a difference maker in games? the answer is yes then you got to move him on and that's really what you have to do with each position is say I've got you know, a person, a player here. I'll just, we'll just say Christian Pulisic, just for the sake of it, so nobody can get but their butts hurt. Um, who, who, what options do we have that we can bring in to replace Christian Pulisic? What he means on and off the pitch.
0: Who, who can
1: we bring in? And there's only a handful of people. But if you can bring those people in and you can get what you want for him, then you'd you'd, again, you'd look to make that deal because it makes sense for the club. And I think that everybody needs to look at that this way. And if you're a Chelsea fan first before a player fan, then you'll be okay. If not, then you'll probably have a rough summer.
0: Yes, definitely. I mean, I don't think anyone wants him to stay, so I think that's a quite mute topic anyway. Um, Obviously, there was kind of a positive... Uh, as you mentioned before, Ben Chilwell, after what, it's been six, seven months since he f- first got the injury um, to his ACL, comes on um, for a very short cameo. Um, a bit um, trivial, but it's nice to see him on the pitch um, for the end of the season. And now we know that he is in back in first-team training, ready to get ready for the pre-season. Was that a good sight to see?
1: Oh, yeah. Um, it's... Uh... You know, I think losing Chilwell probably was a dagger. For us this, uh. This year, you know, he's phenomenal. Uh, I don't, I don't know how any, uh, English fan of the English national team could rate Shaw or Trippier playing on the left hand side over Ben Chilwell. Uh, I think he's phenomenal. I think he's only getting better. I think he was having a, a tremendous season, uh, when it was uh ended for lack of a better word uh and to see him come on in the pitch and you know you you saw him one time he kind of made a break for the ball and you could see that the, the, the speed is still there and that's what i wanted to see first of all you know he he let it loose just for a little sprint he didn't he didn't, he didn't get to the ball but he, you know he acted like he was gonna go to it um and, you, you know, he, he turned it on for a few steps, and it was just nice to see that, okay, Ben's, Ben's going to be okay. So, we're you know, we're looking for a, a backup left back. We're not looking for somebody that has to immediately come in and start because Ben Chilwell will, will be starting the first game of the season, you know, unless another injury picked up. You know, he's back, and he'll have a full preseason to get back. And, uh, you know, That's lovely to see because he is a brilliant footballer Uh, and we miss him. We miss him a ton. So yeah, I'm very happy about that.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think obviously we, we, we hope that he'll pick up as much of the form that he had last before he got injured as much as possible. I do still think it will take him a bit of time to get back to that, which I fully expect and do not mind whatsoever. Um, that will be that will we be, you know, we will give him time to do that hopefully everyone 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 else around him at the time can be on their up games anyway so it wouldn't matter um but we'll see how it goes but yeah it was lovely to see him on the pitch i think it's been actually for the chelsea team i think it's been outstanding to get him back this quickly um and this well um so pre- um it's pleasure for him um and now at least we can go into the summer Realising we actually have a confident left-back to go into next season. Um, fingers crossed, touch wood, that he doesn't get any other injury. Um, before we go on to our final topic, who, if there is anyone, could you pick a man a match of this game? Or is it one of the ones you just can't pick one? <laughs> But it's really it's really close.
1: I have a couple of people in mind. Uh I would say Kai Havertz. Um he did get the goal. Uh he had I think he had like three four, four or five chances in the first half. Uh so I I hate to get I'm gonna say Reese change. Yeah, that's you know, bad. he got the, he got a winning assist, he played ninety, he you know, he played in multiple positions. And you know, when Reese is playing you know, when Reese is on, he plays beautiful football, too. And it is, again, we're blessed to have fullbacks like Reese James and Ben Chilwell, who I think when they're on their game, are, are miles ahead of uh, Andy Robertson and, and Trent Miles. I think they're by far the best fullback combination in the world. And, you know, we have them. We get to watch them. Week in, week out for Chelsea. So just, just, just know that you're blessed to be able to watch these players do their thing on a regular basis, and they're going, only going to get better because they're not in their pump yet. So I, I fully expect Chilwell to get come back and and do his thing. Uh, James to get better. And it's just you know, it's exciting to, to 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 think about what they can. They'll be able to do with a another year of experience underneath their belt. Uh, some more wisdom. Maybe the body gets a little rest this summer because there's not. It's it's a, it's a regular summer, right? It's not a covid shortage summer. You'll get your time in, and uh, and hopefully we see the best from these players. Uh, injury injury problems are going away, hopefully.
0: Yeah, I mean it is obviously where the World Cup is in December. We are starting the season a little bit earlier. I think it's a week or two earlier than what we'd usually do, but relatively compared to the last few years, it's actually quite a normal, a relatively normal summer. So hopefully some of these players can get some rest off, uh, particularly likes to chill well um, and get back into full speed ahead, ready for the new season. I mean, for my man, the match, I was going to go pick Rhys James, but because you've said Rhys James, I'm going to go with my second place option just to be different. And I'm actually going to give it to Sal Niguez. I thought he played a very good game in central midfield, um, especially for his last game. Um, yeah, I mean, J- James was kind of... Be- I-, I would say my top three would have been James, Niguez, Havertz. Um, but I- I'll give it to Sal Niguez. I think it's a good game. and We've probably slagged him off a few... I've a few, uh, been very harsh on him a few too many times, but I don't think he's been terrible for Chelsea. Uh, he's a terrible moment, but... He's had games where I think he's had played well. I don't think too many people give him the craze because I think they think of the couple of terrible moments yeah, at the start of the season. Um, but it is what it is. Um, credit to him. Hopefully he goes back to Atletico and maybe resurrects his career or goes elsewhere. Um, unfortunately, Chelsea is just not the place for that. Um, it is what it is. Um, one more thing I wanted to touch on before we finish. Obviously, just after the game, it was announced that for the second year running, Mason Mount has been uh, voted Player of the Year um, with, I think it was Harvey Vale as the Young Player of the Year. Um, Just as Woody, obviously, I think we can both probably say Harvey Vale in terms of the academy player, probably is fair enough. Um, I don't watch too much of the academy, so I I wouldn't have anyone else that I would definitely put in. Um, But what do you think of Mount being Player of the Year? Do you think he deserves it or do you think there's anyone else you would have put? I, I don't like to get involved in these discussions because it's a
1: popularity contest. And uh to me, I would probably you know, for me, I think the Tiago Silva, Reese James, and Ben Chilwell are probably the three most important players on our team. Uh of course Ben Chilwell and, and Reese James had their moments i'm injured, so you really can't say anything about them. Uh so for me, I'd probably say Tiago Silva. Um, It usually does go to an offensive player, by the way, uh, I mean, unless your defense just likes clean sheet after clean sheet. Uh, for me, you know, what he's done at his age and, and, and the quality he brings to our defense uh, is amazing. And uh, yeah, but am I going to sit there and have an argument about it? No, because fair enough. Mason Mount let, led goals and assists in the Premier League. So, fair enough. I mean, that's really all I had to say about it. It's not an argument that I'm going to get into because it really doesn't matter because it's based on what? Uh, popularity contest. So, <laughs> to me, it's not, not not an argument worth having.
0: Yeah, I think I think unfortunately the way it's going to go, I think Mason Mount's probably going to get it every year because uh, what I don't like as well is when you vote for it, if you're a season ticket holder, you get a free vote. Your vote counts as free, whereas just the normal fan counts as one. Mm-hmm. I'm like, so basically whoever's the Cobbins favourite player, which is going to be Mason Mount most of the time anyway, is going to get picked, which... Makes no sense to me, um, but it is what it is. I, when I did my vote, I did Thiago Silva. Uh, I think he's been the best player. I've, I, I kind of had the idea of you. I think my top four would have been Zish, uh, not Ziesh, Silva, um, Chilwell, James. But obviously, their injuries kind of cut them out. And then the other one, I'd say the only other one I think for me is massively credible was Mateo Kovacic. I think when he's played, he's been fantastic. Again, he's he's been someone that has had a couple of injuries as well, so you could argue that's why he's not involved. But I think while I, I will credit Mount has scored 11 goals, 11 assists, that is good in its own right, but I'd like him to do it against some bigger teams rather than just some of the bottom teams. And I'll have the same criticism for Phil Foden. Phil Foden has only had one goal in, against sides in the top 10. Yeah, he's like to be this fantastic player, um, I think he's a good player, but I think we get a bit over the top. This, so yeah, I, th- I think Mount it's a bit. I, I just, well, Thiago Silva's got enough accolades, I'd argue. So he doesn't. He don't, I don't think he really cares if he doesn't get the Player of the Season. But it is what it is. Maybe I don't know how it would work if it's not voted by fans. But I think maybe we should just stop letting our fans vote for it because we know it's going to be every year. Uh, it's a bit pointless at the end of the day. Um, but yeah credit to him he has got it at the end of the day so we can't argue too much about it Um, there you go Um, Jesses, is there anything you wanted to speak about the game before we finish or
1: no I I mean I think we said everything uh, we you know we did almost have that one moment you know because I watched it again I'm watching the game as we record this uh, And you remember Dave's back pass that almost scored that Tiago had to track down? Oh, yes, yeah. <laughs> I just, you know, that's just one of those moments you're like, really? It, and it's, you know, it's totally Tiago just, just kind of, you know, saunters back there and, and gets the ball. And like, oh, I can't believe you made me run all this way back here to get this ball. You know, he's not bothered. He's just, he's never bothered it's just like, this is something I've been doing for 38 years of my life, almost, you know, not really, probably 33, probably still pretty young there in Brazil. So, you know, since he's five years old, so it's all old hat to him. So I thought, I I, just, a comical moment, you know, if you're looking for one, but uh, yeah, it's been a mixed bag of a season. It's not, you know, it's not like an arsenal season. Like it, you know, it's not a bag of duty that somebody lit on fire on your front porch. So that's you know that's arsenal. Uh, you know, we're we're at the third chair, and uh, we got to look at taking uh, the second or maybe even the first chair next year. So it just depends on what kind of summer we have. And for those players who are are staying and maybe getting your last chance, you know, to make the most of it. Because there, I'm guaranteed there's not going to be another. So, that's all I get to say.
0: That That's true, yeah. I mean, it, it's one of them games. I think it's a, a no nothing game with not really too much to speak about. So, I think 57 minutes is all we can do uh, physically without going into many other stuff that we'll speak about, imagine, on other pods. Um, so, we will leave it there for today. Um, for, again, just as thank you for coming on part. Uh, I think it's been, as we've discussed before I think it's been a few weeks since we've been on together but you kindly held the fort for an episode which was fantastic I uh, thank you for that and we, me and Wayne have done a mixture of women's and men's stuff but we will get separate men's and women's stuff out for you this summer um, so make sure you stay tuned but thank you, Justus, for coming on today
1: Oh, thanks for having me, as always I enjoy, I look forward to, you know when you when you get to hear yourself a lot, you 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 start to wonder how intelligent you really are. And so I, I love doing this because I get to hear myself and I just like, man, that guy is very intelligent who's speaking. So <laughs> <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> no. Uh, no, I enjoyed being, you know, talking with, with, with you, you know that. So uh let's do it again next year, right?
0: yeah definitely we'll we'll be well we'll be here in the summer talking about all the transfer newsies, news news because I'm sure there'll be a lot of tasty stuff happening um and then we'll get we'll be back and ready for next season um fresh new ready um to give you all as much insight as we can um just as smart takes as he would call them um whether the rest of you agree is another question, but I'm sure as many people do on t- youtube probably disagree but that's what we love to do uh is agree disagree um there's no filters on here um so as i said jesters thank you for coming on and guys thank you for listening um make sure you uh, like every pod whatever you're listening on spotify apple um any platform of your choice make sure you subscribe and make sure you don't miss any other episodes um this is matt this is jesters signing out for the end of the season this is worldwide else signing out out of the